0: What's up guys? Welcome to Logos Podcast again. This is Max. This is Sam. I'm Joey. And today we're going to be talking to you about, uh, well actually Joey is going to be talking about uh, his kind of uh, vocation story. His a little bit of, of about himself, kind of introducing himself so y'all can get to know who we are. And so uh, there's going to be three different segments, Sam uh, Joey and myself are going to introduce ourselves so y'all can get to know a little bit about our backgrounds and who we are. So we're not just three random dudes, although we kind of are three random dudes yeah, talking a to you. Bit, yeah. A little bit random. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. But, uh, so anyways, Joey, tell us a little bit about yourself, man.
1: Yeah, it's probably makes sense to do considering to most people, the idea of, uh, someone becoming a Catholic priest is probably a little strange. So, uh, give me a little background. I f- figured it'd be good to kind of tell people how it is that we, we got here. Um, so yeah, my name is Joey. Uh, i uh i grew up um catholic i was born and raised catholic and um i uh you know i had a i had a lot of experiences in my childhood where like i was con- where my catholic faith it kind of like made sense you know um uh but I had never really had to defend it before I'd never really asked myself the deeper questions as to like why I believed what i believed I'd always just kind of gone along with it because it was what my parents uh yeah, yeah, um had kind of introduced to me, which I'm very grateful for. But uh, that all kind of changed when I became, when I was like 17 and I actually started dating my first girlfriend. And uh, (laughs) yeah, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) But uh, no, she was great. She was a really awesome girl. But what I didn't know when I started dating her was that she was pretty agnostic or maybe even an atheist and, um, and had kind of a bad experience, some bad experiences with the Catholic church and really didn't like Christianity at the time um, and Catholicism in particular. Um, And so what that meant for our relationship was that uh, it kind of became this kind of long form philosophical debate. Like (laughs) uh, When we hung out, we often started arguing about some of these like deeper questions that I had like, Never really thought about for. I find um, that
2: incredibly like wild, dude. That you would are you with your seventeen year old girlfriend about like philosophy? Yeah, well, so she, like, she, was, she was she was eighteen, so, uh, <laughs> oh she was older. So she was older. Okay, so word, was, yeah, word. So, Okay, all
0: right.
1: Um, and it wasn't anything like complex. It wasn't like deep philosophical stuff. But it was like the type of thing, you know. She was like Joey. Why, why do you think God exists? Um, you know, like like do you don't you just believe that because your because <laughs> your parents told it to you. Um, and just like challenge, like really qu- making me question, you know, which in one way was really ended up being really good for me because it solidified my faith. But for a while, she was pretty successful in like breaking me down. Were you, did you and, stop
2: going to mass and stuff
0: or like, you what, know, what, what's the I think that? by Christian Christianity itself, you were questioning? I think by the
1: grace of God, you know, just because I was in a family that was Christian, um, and like still living under my parents' roof, I was still like, we still went to mass. Like that's what we did. Mm-hmm. But I was definitely doubting it. I can remember like even researching other religions, like trying to figure it all out. Um, and really the
2: craziest religion you researched.
1: Nothing, nothing that crazy. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what the craziest religion I considered was atheism. I mean, cause it's just, I mean, uh, you think uh, about, you know, it's, it's, it's a yeah. radical stance to, to, to yeah, take. To live by, yeah. Um, and, and when you've been living, uh, under the presumption that God exists and that you were created for a purpose and that the world has, you know, meaning and that your life is a gift and then someone tries to propose to you atheism and you start to kind of like bite that hook, it can be like shocking. I can remember like really being broken down.
0: A little attractive too though, right? Like had some, you're like, wow, this is. Well, there's,
1: you know, there's some like, you know, supposed like intellectual sophistication behind it. Like the smart, right. And like the smart, like the scientist people, you know, like they're, they're a lot of them are atheists. So like, it seems like, dang, maybe I've just been naive and like childish my whole life. But, uh, so yeah, you know, our relationship went on and, uh, I was really starting to doubt my faith and doubt God's existence and all this stuff. And it was pretty crazy. And, uh, understandably so as that was happening, my relationship with my family and friends was kind of starting to get worse. Um, and I was very stressed. I was trying to balance all these different things that were kind of pulling me in all these different directions. Um, so if you don't want me asking like w- yeah.
0: during these times, you were still going to church or like at that point you distanced yourself from church and your family to such an extent that you were just like, not No, luckily,
1: president. you know, luck and you know, I've, I've heard a lot, I've talked to a lot of people where, you know, it can be worse than this, um, where, you know, they get completely cut off from their family. Luckily, um, that was, that was not, not the case in my situation. I stayed um, you know, reasonably close to my family, but there was at least this kind of like internal division within me as I was like questioning them and questioning kind of like what they had taught me, uh, throughout my life. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful. And I, and I know that it was God's grace that kept me, you know, in, in a semi healthy relationship with my family and friends and, uh, and with God. But as, as the relationship went on, um, I started realizing that, you know, regardless of all these kind of existential questions I was having, I wasn't happy. You know, I wasn't, I knew, even though I wasn't sure about that God existed, I knew that I wasn't living the way, the way that I was created to live. Um, Mm -hmm. and I could just sense that. So I mentioned my girlfriend was older. So she actually went off to college, um, in the fall of, you know, as I started my senior year of high school. And that was kind of, a uh, an opportunity that I had to kind of have some space and take a step back and actually evaluate my life. And, I realized that I had to, I had to go a different direction. And so I ended up, I ended up uh, ending that relationship telling her that I had to break up with her to restore my relationship with God. And that was at a time again, where, where I didn't really know if God existed. So I was really kind of a mess and kind of like desperate and grasping for something. Um, But we did, we broke up, we went our separate ways. And I started, I started going immediately and looking for answers to all these questions that she had been challenging me with over the last year. Question about the Catholic church and about why the Catholic church teaches what it does. And, uh, and I was,
2: what's your resource there? Like, where are you going to look for this? Yeah. So
1: ironically, she had convinced me while we were dating that I couldn't go to any Christian sources.
2: Classic.
0: (laughs) So classic. I
1: mean, it was, I mean, tactically brilliant, if you think about it, but, uh, she had, she had convinced me that all Christian sources were biased and like ignorant. So she was like, I, I wasn't going to them. So even as simple as like going to talk to my youth minister who like was really articulate and able to actually like explain to me some pretty basic truths and then right. and then started reading books I started reading and watching videos um I can remember you know some of these Steubenville talks that were pretty influential and and you know people articulating that you know the relationship between faith and reason and how they're not actually contradictory but they coincide with each other and complement each other That's crazy Yeah for yeah, sure well
2: hold on I'm so I know I keep interrupting but yeah, no, please, I, I got please. a lot of questions like you said you read a lot of books like what books are you reading
1: okay so i can remember reading uh be a man by father larry richards No okay.
2: kidding. Well, we dead did, we serious yeah, i we... know
1: you guys are reading that right now yeah, if, in right, your yeah. formation it's stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah no it's a good book and he just uh i think what struck me about that book is like we know deep down in us that like being a real man and like and fulfilling our potential involves like living out self-sacrificial love and like mm-hmm. living for others and um living for god ultimately um and he just articulate. I mean, he, he kind of writes that book as like a, almost like a football coach would, yeah, kind of like really exact, hardcore and like exactly. kind of right in your face. And, and that's what I needed at the time. But, uh, and Father Mike Schmitz, um, also yeah. watching a lot of his stuff. Um, and, uh, nice father, hair. He's got nice yeah, hair. Good, good good hair. hair. Yeah, good so yeah, yeah. hair. Yeah, like very that cool guy. Very cool guy. Um, father John Ricardo, too, is another one who's kind of out there on the web. And okay hair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> his, his hair's not quite Father Mike Schmidt's no, level, right, but you know, right. he's got other gifts. He does. amen. He's got other gifts. No, but so I saw, so and, and as I started finding answers to these questions, you know, I, I, I was overwhelmed with like the truth and the beauty of the church's teaching and, you know, thinking of how crazy I had been for this last year to be doubting any of this stuff, because it wasn't just answering my questions in like a superficial way. When I was encountering these truths, I was like, no, that's the truest thing that I've ever heard in my life. Like that is true. And I feel it in my bones. It's like totally captivating. Yeah. Like, like took me and like shook me and, um, and I, and that was it. So I was hooked. And the biggest part of my journey is what happened next is when I started going to the blessed sacrament chapel. Um, so I went to, I went to public high school, but right across the street from my high school was my home parish. And so I started going for the first time ever in my life consistently every day before school to the blessed sacrament chapel, to visit our Lord in the Eucharist and like start to try to like pray because I realized that this person, Jesus Christ actually was the truth that I was encountering and that I was discovering and I was falling in love with him and I wanted to, uh, get to know him more and I wanted to develop my relationship with him. Yeah, it was, it really, it was, it was a pretty incredible time in my life. Um, and as I started falling in love with this man, this, this, this man, Jesus Christ, who is also God, Um, I realized that I had wasted so much time in my life, uh, doing stuff that was just kind of like stupid and living for myself. And I wanted to give my life to him because he had given it to me in the first place and I owed it to him. So, uh, I started praying Jesus, God, Lord, um, whatever you want me to do with my life, I'll do it. Whatever, wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Um, and, continued with that prayer. Now in the process of that, as I, as I kind of continue praying every day, and, you know, I'm getting ready for college, getting ready to make a big life decision. Like where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Joey's um, pretty
0: cool guys. You played some basketball in his college.
1: Right? I did. I did. So yeah, you can I, dunk. I, <laughs> I can't. You can't slam dunk. I, yeah. So that's, that is, that I is can't true. Do on 2K. That's right. 2k. And yeah. that's not nothing. That's not that's nothing. True. That, and that's I, significant.
0: And my character is like 99, everything. So, <laughs> so nice.
1: it's even more impressive really, because you've trained that, that hard. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So I, as all this was going on, I, I played basketball my whole life and was working kind of for a scholarship. And, um, so that was kind of going on in the background of all this as well. So, um, what, as I was asking God, what He wanted me to do with my life though? This priest, the priesthood presented itself as an option to me. I was actually a father, John Ricardo video that I was watching one time, um, uh, where he suggested that if you felt the overwhelming desire to like run down the street on fire for your faith, and evangelize, you might be called the Catholic priesthood. And that's how I was feeling at the time because <laughs> I had just, you know, discovered all these answers to questions that I knew a lot of people were asking. So I was like wanting to share it. So I started looking into the priesthood and uh, uh, was really attracted to it because I, I found that priests are like incredible men who really like live for others. They don't live for themselves and they lay down their lives every day in order to bring people to God and God to people. And I was really attracted to that However, I was also still really attracted, as most seminarians are, as they're discerning the priesthood, uh, to the idea of marriage. I still really, I'm sure that was the case with you guys, Mm -hmm. and we'll hear from you guys later. But uh, so that started at that moment, kind of throughout my senior year of high school and into my first year of college, this internal battle of like, God, do you want me to be a priest? God, do you want me to be a dad? Man, the priesthood is really cool. Um, but man, that girl is beautiful over there. So like, (laughs) so, so just that type of dynamic. And that was, and if you've, if you've been in that situation, you know, that's like a very difficult, uh, kind of process. And it like takes patience and kind of like, Fortitude to kind of well, endure you're being
2: pulled towards two very good things, right? right? Yeah, exactly. so that's what's going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, the hardest decisions in life are the ones that you got to make between two good things, right? Right. Um, so I, yeah, by the end of the, my senior year of high school, the the question had not been resolved. I'd had no answer from the Lord's. So I, 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 I had luckily uh, gotten a scholarship to go play basketball um, at a at a little Division two school, um, and I was super pumped about that. And I went, and I had a great year there at this school. Um, studied political science and finance, and I was loving my studies, made a couple really good friends. (laughs) Um, But uh, I, you know, I stayed involved with the Newman Center at the school and kept my prayer life up. And that was, that was probably, the was, it it was, it was uh, really all grace because I was busy and, um, but, but for some reason, God set me up so that I was, uh, had that as a priority enough to keep it, you know, first and foremost in See, my life. As
2: freshman, bro. Uh, I'd like to think so, but I forget <laughs> honestly. Were you praying the breviary? Not the breviary. Uh, no. Okay, I'd be yeah. intense. Not the breviary.
1: Rosary every day, kind of reading the daily mass readings. That's pretty good, honestly. To, don't you think, dude? To, I don't
0: think I. Yeah, I definitely was not doing that. That's uh, good, dude. Props, props to you. Props to God.
1: Props to God. I think more than anything, because uh, it, it was mostly him. But uh, so yeah, so throughout my freshman year, I was still this this question of the priesthood. As much as I was enjoying my Time at college, um, this question of the priesthood kept kind of like nagging at me, and like was in the back of my consciousness all the time. And I remember by the by the by the time the year was winding to a close, I had pretty much made up my mind. Like, okay, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish out here at college. I've got four more years, right? I'm gonna finish out here at college, and then if I'm not dating a girl and you want me to go to seminary, then I'll go. Well, as God often does, uh, he changed those plans pretty quick. So I ended up going, classic God, Class God. you know, he really <laughs> he gets you all the time on that one. Um, but uh, so I went on a retreat. Uh, it was Palm Sunday of my freshman year of college. And uh, I was praying a rosary before mass on Palm Sunday. And after two years of daily struggling and like kind of agonizing over what God wanted me to do with my life and really not, not being at very much peace and not knowing what direction to go. I think it was, you know, our, uh, our blessed mother's intercession that, uh, was a big part of this, but I was just filled with this overwhelming sense of peace and clarity. And yeah, after two years of going back and forth, I just knew, I just, I just, I just knew that this is this was it, that this is what God wanted me to do. He wanted me to drop everything and follow him and go to the seminary. So um, that was exciting. It was scary. Uh, I finished out my freshman year and then came home and tried to convince my parents that walking away from a full scholarship was a good idea.
0: That's... Uh Tough situation. It's a yeah. little how tough did,
1: situation. I,
2: I mean, was it hard? It I was. Mean, it was obviously. tough,
1: you know, because they love me, which is I'm very grateful for. And they were like, "Okay, Joey, let's uh, slow down a little bit here." I hadn't really told them these past two mom, years. I watched so
0: many YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. went for this, mom. <laughs>
1: That's right. Um, so, yeah, they were they were hesitant and tried to convince me that maybe I should wait, but.
2: Right, because you were on a significant scholarship, right? I
1: was. I was. I would have had to pay a very like almost nothing. For right. College.
2: So that's like you're walking away from a lot.
1: And I had kind of worked my whole life for it, um, and which they knew, and they had invested a lot of time supporting me in basketball and like helping me get to where I was. So it was very it was very difficult emotionally to kind of like uh, explain to them that I was going to go in a direction that they didn't want me to go but underneath it all, I just had this, this continuing abiding, like sense of peace and clarity. And I knew, I knew that this was it. Um, so I did, I, 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 I call, I called my coach and my teammates and told them that I was, that I was going to leave and become a Catholic priest. And, uh, they were all incredibly supportive, which was a huge blessing. Um, my parents, uh, though they were excited about the idea of me wanting to be a priest again, they thought I should wait, but Eventually I told them mom, dad, like this is it. Like I think this is what I was created to do. I think this is the reason I was put on this earth. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> um and uh and so I did it. Uh, and so I, I came to seminary and uh haven't looked back, man. God's been so good. I've loved my time here. Um I do have to say the coolest part of the story, which I marvel at all the time. Is my girlfriend who hated the church and like really didn't former like former girlfriend former girl yeah yes let's get that let's get that clear no longer my girlfriend, um, but uh, when I broke up with her, even though I was a mess and I was just like like I said grasping for something and I felt super broken, she was like inspired by that in like my courage, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it sparked within her a conversion and uh, she actually had uh, a profound experience also in front of the Blessed Sacrament shortly thereafter and um, converted to Catholicism and is a Catholic to this day. Um, and That's pretty cool. <laughs> it, it,
2: it's cool to look back on it, right, and say, this: the Lord was working in my life prior to even entering seminary. He was always there. Always, always Even there. though it felt like you were in turmoil, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: right. I felt like, like I said, like broken and like a mess. Um, but God was using the whole time, orchestrating everything in, the, in only the way that His divine providence could to use our mess of a relationship to bring us both to himself Mm. in different ways. And, uh, yeah. So I, when I look back on that, I'm, I'm always just filled with gratitude for it. So that's, that's pretty much how I got here. That's my story,
0: man. That's pretty gnarly. You know, (laughs) that's, that's really cool. Dude, Joey, you know, man, I, I esteem your decision. Yeah. It's not always easy to, to, to confront your parents, especially with the you know, stuff like, you know, people work for, I mean, Sam himself had, had had some, you know, had some scholarship stuff too, you know, did some sports of his own. And.
2: Yeah. And honestly, I don't know if I had enough courage to walk away from the sport I've been playing my whole entire life since I was four years old, like Joe did. So I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a heck of a thing to listen to your story, man. Pre- I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just to be clear, my parents, I mentioned, they love me. They're totally on board now and they're supportive, which I knew they would be when it, we were going through it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a difficult decision. Um, so, but sometimes those decisions, they, they have to be made, uh, for the sake of Amen, the kingdom, you know, Amen. Yeah. Amen.
0: well, Joey, thank you for coming on today, bro. Thank you Absolutely. for your, your story, your, uh, your vocation story journey through your life a little bit, get to know you a little more. Um, I, um, you know, my, my life's not as cool as yours. So, um, <laughs> I hope mine and Sam's, uh, are, are, you know the bars set pretty high so i want to be joey <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> so we'll we'll work at it man. thanks for coming in today um everybody thank you for uh, logging into this episode of uh, logos um and uh, god bless